Hello, I'm Eugene Kim, and I welcome you to On Death, the podcast where we talk about death through the four prompts. I am, before I die, I want, when I die, I want, and after I die, I want. This week, we sit down with Anna Schoen. Uh, right now, I'm outside of a Starbucks, so if you hear a lot of weird, random noises, that's what's going on. Um, anyway, so yeah, this uh, this interview is with Anna Schoen. She is a uh, mother of two and a uh, Korean immigrant. She uh, was adopted by uh, American parents and brought over here. Uh, it was a really, really interesting story, and uh, we, we just talk about um, the four prompts. It's really great. Uh, it's a lovely conversation. Her son is actually in the audience um, listening into the conversation, and, and, and so that was a really interesting in, added dynamic of watching him react to what his mom was saying, what she's thinking uh, about her passage. Um, really, really good stuff, and I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. Um, Real quick, you should check out mnmwa.com, M-N-M-W-O-D.com. That's where you'll find all these interviews. Um, if you're not already on like iTunes or, or Pocket Cast or Stitcher or however you listen to your podcasts, um, and you'll also find the Long Form Sundays posts there. The uh, past couple weeks have been winter break for me. I've been uh, in Jacksonville, and now I'm right now in California, a little bit north of Sacramento with my partner and her family. Uh, that's actually why I'm at outside of Starbucks, so that I can upload this podcast, because the uh, internet at her house, uh, her parents' place, is not the fastest. So I'm uh, going to make up for that by going to the Bucks and uh, uploading it here. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. And... Um, yeah, this past, I, I did a reflection post on the past uh, 52 Longform Sundays posts where you can sort of get them all in, uh, in a nice little order, a nice little package, uh, quantified and uh, organized into categories for uh, your reading and viewing pleasure. So please check that out at mnmwad.com. And uh, again, I hope you really enjoy this conversation with Anna Schoen. She's uh, interesting. She's very thoughtful. Um, she has like that. She's already got that very grandmotherly vibe about her in the most complimentary way. Way, and uh, I, I can tell that she. Uh, it will be really lovely for her when she can uh, have that extra generation of uh, of little of little nuggets of love to pass on. Um, so, uh, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Anna Schoen. It is December 25th, 2016, Christmas Day here in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm sitting here in the Schoen household, and we're going to be talking about death through the four prompts with Anna Schoen. Anna, what are the four prompts? Uh, first of all is I am, and second one is before I die, I want. And the third one is when I die, and fourth one is after I die, what I want. Exactly. And uh, how do you finish the prompt, I am? I am a mother of a two, uh, proud of uh, two of my sons, and I'm a career woman, and working always hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's break this down a little bit. Uh, what, uh, what to you does it mean to be a mother? What, what, uh, what does motherhood mean? Motherhood is gift of God that I can raise uh, my beautiful two children, which is that was my uh, best of uh, my life. Uh, if somebody asks me what is bad thing is happened to you by life, is raising my children. Yeah. Why? Why? Because experiencing as a mother, and uh, you brought the little. Um, 
human in the world and I can feel it and I you know I help them to grow and educate it and make a decent man mm. then they can go on their life is so proud of it mm. doing that and uh, full disclosure Andrew her her son is listening in the audience um, so what how has how has motherhood changed for you from when Andrew and his brother were little little babies or, or even growing inside you to you know when they left for high school their first mm-hmm. day and now and now when they're you know fully fledged adults like how has that relationship to them mm-hmm. changed and what does it, how has that changed your idea of motherhood motherhood is never end you know even they uh been away but uh when they was young and i just enjoyed every moment when i spent time with them and involved with their activities and studying and i was really involving and i enjoyed myself doing that Mm-hmm. And when they left home, it's really sad because they, uh, it's, it's, I felt like uh, I just let them go mm-hmm. and I cannot hug them anymore every <laughs> night <laughs> that I kind of missed. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a time for me that I need to let it go. Yeah, that was kind of hard because mm-hmm. when children was young in your in your boundary, you thought that you know they always with you. But when they time to leave you, it, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. But I know that um, my sons are very smart and very. Um, they never gave me any kind of a hard time, <laughs> so I know that they're gonna do you know better even they. You know, left their nest. Mm-hmm. Did the. Was it easier or different the second time around when you had to let them go? Was it, or was it just a different, you know, totally different son, totally different experience? Or yeah, my older son is left uh, in Jacksonville to California. That's more far, you know, far place, and I don't get to see him maybe once or twice a year. That's kind of hard. Mm. Uh, but uh, you know. Being, being a Korean, I know even my husband left his country. He didn't get to see his uh, brothers, sisters, or parents been long, long time. But, you know, me here, being here, and my son in California, I can see him at least, you know, once or twice a year. But uh, my youngest son is in Orlando, so we can see him you know whenever we can and he usually visit us a lot so mm-hmm. that was kind of comfort me mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it must be nice mm-hmm. and uh what what for for me as as a man as a as a male um it's like the the whole like parenting is a very different beast because when, when i think of when i think of it it's for me i always kind of think of them when they pop out of the pop out of the mother and it's like oh i get to play with a baby you know it's mm-hmm. like that but for 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 women uh who can bear children it's a motherhood it is a, such a deeper thing yes. and uh, what what was that first pregnancy like um it's it's a joy joy then um, being a mother is pretty scary you know as a woman because you never have experience nobody taught you how to raise children mm-hmm. you have to do your own and also you have big responsibility to raise a child so uh, you know the moment that you got pregnant your motherhood is starting it and your responsibility is starting 
Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're like, oh wow, this this is like a long, this is a train that I'm getting on, and it doesn't stop for a very long no. time. Yeah. So you are a mother of two. Mm-hmm. What else are you? I'm a um, wife, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm a good f- friend with other friends. Mm-hmm. What uh, what what does it mean to be a wife? To be a wife. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> to be a wife is uh, take care of husband, also respect the husband, and do things together with your spouse. And so I'm the uh, left hand, he's the right hand. We do together to raise the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long have you been married for? 33 years. It's a very long time. Mm-hmm. What have you, how has that uh, partnership and that, that marriage changed from uh, year three versus year 33? My marriage is, is up and down, you know, and also my husband travel a lot the overseas, so we don't get to stay together a long time. Even the 33 years marriage, maybe he's been out of uh, country maybe half of those years. Oh, wow. So maybe that's why we stayed this long. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of patience, especially mm-hmm. being a wife is patient and try to understand no matter what uh, your husband made a mistake or your husband did and try to be on his side but this is it's hard mm. but you commit it and also you um, when you're married you know you, uh, you you dedicate to your life to get together go through mm-hmm. this journey like all of it not yeah. not just the good stuff yeah but all. just all of it and I'm, I'm coming up on a, a year with my partner and uh, we're engaged. We haven't gotten married yet, um, but it is, it's like a very, it's a very different thing. Cause I've only had short, short, short relationships, a yeah. couple months. Yeah. And those are very different beasts. Cause it was just like, Oh, I just wanted like, let's just hang out. This is fun. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm like, we're really buckling up for like the long term mm-hmm. and we're like, Oh, this is year one of like. 50 you know mm-hmm. it's like that that kind of perspective it's it that like understanding that we're buckling up for like a very long mm-hmm. thing and it'd be nice if the first year was great but it doesn't have to you know it's like this is like we're try, we're going for like a long average like if you bet what if you bat like a 300 in baseball over the course of a career, you're a pretty good baseball player. Yeah. And it's like that kind of perspective for a longer marriage is mm-hmm. ideal. What, uh, what makes you a good friend? Try not to expect from your friends. You try to give. Then the, you will return it, but... Um, usually if you give something, you always expect something back, it's not going to be a long-time friend. Because when you give something, that's it. And also, try to be patient, understand. Mm. Yeah. Has there, have, have you had, or do you have many long-term friendships? Yes, I do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what, tell me about some of them. Like, were they were they friends from childhood, uh, from Korea, or were they f- friends from uh, here? From yeah, I do have uh, childhood, many many childhood friends in Korea. I still contact with them, and when I visit them, we just like I haven't seen them ten twenty years. Still, we just back to like a childhood, mm-hmm. and then um, we still you know talk and we text. And those are the good friends. And also, I do have one good friend here through the work that I used to, when I was young. I used to work at the state attorney's office, and she's been more than more than thirty, you know, over years friends. Mm. Yeah. And and in those longer term friendships, um, you know, especially when you don't see them very regularly, what are the ways that you can give to them that that. Uh, you know, since you see them so infrequently. Yeah, um, the one of my friends uh, lost her husband about a mm-hmm. year ago, and I do not exactly, f- you know, feel as, as she does how lonely, how um, you know, her she is. But I try to be in her shoes, try to understand, you know, how much she missed her husband, and being alone is pretty scary. So I've been calling her every day since she lost her husband. Oh, wow. Yeah. If we don't talk, if I don't call her every day, then she worry and I worry. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a big loss. And how long were they married for? They've been married um, almost 32, 31 years. Dang. Yeah, she's the one wearing my wedding dress, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's... So we've been good friends. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What so you are mother of two, you are a wife and a good friend. Mm-hmm. What else are you? I'm a good worker. <laughs> I'm a very honest person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh what makes you a good worker? Because when I do my work, I do my best. Because mm-hmm. when you do things to your best, think that is good. Where do you think that comes from? Do you think that comes from uh, a chi- your childhood, from the way you were raised, uh, from your circumstances? Do you feel like that's something that you were able to develop as an adult, um, or is it a combination of both? Um, I think it's just for the, uh, it happened when I was in childhood. I'm a very responsible patient, and uh, if I need to do something, and I wanted to complete, complete it before I go to bed. Mm. So I've been doing that all my life. Just getting it done. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Sometimes it's kind of be irritating my husband and my children because I'm working too hard. <laughs> but that's I am. <laughs> I see that. I can I can see that, and it's a uh, you know sometimes I'm I'm of the school of where it's like you know I'll just I I like to leave a little something to for the morning so that I can like just start up immediately like. Yeah. Uh, but I understand the the mindset of like wanting everything done so that you can shut all the brains off and mm-hmm. uh, get ready for sleep that yeah. way. So you're a hard worker, a wife, a good friend, and a mother of two. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you are? No, that's I am. That's all you are? <laughs> oh, okay, good. That sounds great. Oh, did you have a uh, religious or spiritual upbringing to your childhood? Yes. Uh, I grew up in uh, Protestant. Uh, then when I got married, uh, we changed to Catholic. But that was kind of a hard transaction. But um, I just uh, believe in one God, and they 
believe in one God, they worship in one God, that one God, that's why it's kind of, um, I changed. So since then, uh, I've been Catholic for more than 30 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And what, do you, like, ha- mm. How has your relationship with Catholicism changed? You know, I imagine the first couple of years, you're like, a lot of this is relatively new to me. I don't really know what's going on. Versus now where, you know, like you've, you've, been, you've been in the church for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I all, in my life, I grew up in, in church. Spiritually, I'm not really strong, but uh, it's always there. And when I have a hard time, I know where to turn into a comfort, get a, get a comfort. And sometimes if you have a hard time, you know, even the friend, it's, it's kind of hard to talk to. Um, then the, the spiritually has been helped me a lot. And also being a Catholic, is there is a lot of rules that you need to follow. But uh, um, I wasn't really following those rules. Because it's all people made it, those rules. Mm-hmm. Your rules rules are, I think it's in your, in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, like moral, ethical, like right. for an individual? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to be blended in the church. They started trying it, but um, I'm not really, uh, except there are so many hard rules that I have to follow because mm-hmm. being a, a religious is, is free and you can believe what you believe not those old man-made rules mm-hmm. and, and do, you, do you feel like you have a relationship with God that is like one, one, one thing that I, I meet with a lot of people who, who are formerly Catholic is that they, they, they still hold on to a lot of religious ideas, mm-hmm. a lot of beliefs that way, but they, they prefer to have a more direct relationship with God that doesn't necessarily involve these rules in the, in, in the church necessarily. Is that something that, you, you ref, that, that uh, resonates with you or, or do you sort of have a different twist? Well, to me, it's God. It's not what uh, other people think. You know, even we call God as a father, but I think it, that's the way we learned. That's what you brainwashed right mm-hmm. now. I think God is among us. And... Your um, guardian angels, yeah. You every, everybody has your God and guardian angels, and um, the living in this earth with spiritually, and this really good the Bible taught for us for the Ten Commandments. I think that is. Uh, Better to follow those those rules. Relatively but simple, pretty simple, pretty easy to gr- yeah, agree upon. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm not when I go somewhere, I don't really show on the public. You know, people say praise God and Hallelujah, showing that they're Christian. But sometimes they don't act like a Christian, mm-hmm. and I don't like that people doing it. I think it's just, you need to keep it in your side. Mm-hmm. And you do good things, but nobody knowing it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't just speak out and you're a Christian, you're a better person. Mm-hmm. I think you need to show. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. Are you uh, ready to start talking about death through the, through the next prompt? Okay, yes. All right, how do you finish the prompt, before I die, I want? Um, I'm not really expecting special life. And before I die, I want my children to have a good family. And I like to see their little siblings. Hopefully I can stay long as I can to be with them and take care of them and being a good mother and grandma and wife. Mm-hmm. Do you definitely want to be a grandma? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, that, is, that, uh, is that really important for you to know that uh, your sort of bloodline, that your, your family is extending like, mm-hmm. roots that way? Right. Why? Why is it that important for you? Um, because uh, I lost my parents when I was young, so I don't know any blood related to a relationship in my life. Only is my son. Mm-hmm. So it's only you have that one direction. Well, I have one direction. So family is very, very important, and that's all I got. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you think that the, the loss of your parents has sort of affected the way that you want to move forward with your family? I think it's, uh, having a family is very, very important. And uh, without the family, it's very lonely. Even you have a friends, but it's not like family. Yeah. And uh, I want my son to be build their family as much as they can. So uh, they have somebody to go to and talk to and love. And uh, and speaking personally, uh, my 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 grandparents, I I know they're they're around. Some mm-hmm. of them are at least, uh, but they all speak Korean mm-hmm. exclusively, and uh, I only speak English mm-hmm. exclusively. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, we have this problem where we we can't communicate, and then we can hug, and we can say, right. you know, I can say I love you, and she can say I love you really loudly, and mm-hmm. like we say it back and forth a couple times, but there is. A lack of that connection to right. to that generation above, yeah. and it's you know it's it's a very odd thing. It's like I, I feel like I my family starts uh, with my parents and my aunts and uncles because they're the only ones I can talk to. And I know I have other aunts and uncles that only speak Korean. And I know I have uh, grandparents that only speak Korean. But mm-hmm. because like they're not there's that that barrier. It's, it's very it's a very interesting thing. Like my ancestors are like my parents. You know mm-hmm. that's, that's about it. Yeah. And uh, what <clears throat> what else do you want before you die? I like to have a good health. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to show to my children having hard time because me. And that's it. Is yeah. there? Is there? Was there? Was there a passing that makes that very important for you? Was there a difficult passing or somebody died very slowly that makes you feel like yeah. that's something you want to? When about? my um, <clears throat> my uh. I was adopted, so uh, I had American parents here. Uh, they're all deceased, but uh, I've been I tried to take care of them. But when uh, when they were in nursing home, uh, I went there every day to try to see them. But there is uh, other people in nursing home just staying there several years, can't even go to the bathroom, laying down, yelling at the nurses to give this, give that. 
and that's not the life. Yeah, it's it's real. When I saw them, it is you know I thought myself, if I cannot take care of myself, that's the uh, end of my life, because I don't want to show uh, to my children that um, I'm so sick, and uh, when I die, I don't want them to remember that. Mm-hmm. I want them to remember good thing about me. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be a very common theme yeah. because that that those last couple of years, you know, especially if they're in poor health yeah. uh, and you're unable to take care of yourself, and there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of strife, right. there's financial problems mm-hmm. along with it too. Yeah. It's not. It's just that's not how anyone wants to be remembered. Mm-hmm. What What did you learn from the passing of your of your parents? Before you ready to go if you old and if you don't live uh, by yourself or if you live with the children i think you need to clean up all your stuff before somebody else to throw away for you mm-hmm. and just have clean up and whatever you can use it but other things antiques or whatever you collected you should have cleaned up mm-hmm. because uh, when i was uh, cleaning my uh, mom's stuff, I know that was a lot of them is she's been keeping for years, years, but to me it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So um, I was sad that I have to throw them away or give give those away because I know that was really important things to my parents. So, but you don't necessarily know why. Like they never like sat you down, yeah, and it's like it I like this anything. table because yeah. The- mm-hmm. So need to clean up. Mm-hmm. It's a very so yeah. Else to do that for you. The the when you pa- like the all of the stuff that you accumulate, it's very odd in that like it mm-hmm. becomes a reflection of who you are almost mm-hmm. because you make all these. Dis- you can we have endless options. We can buy whatever we want off of Amazon, off of the internet. And so as a result, we make all these decisions about what we put around us. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like it, it's what does like what is really important to us? What do we really need to keep? And like what is relatively interchangeable? Like if you were to go to an Airbnb that is fully furnished, like what would you take with you to li- now live in that place? And it's a very, right. yeah, all of those things that you accumulate, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's nice to release it every once in a while. Yeah. What else do you want before you die? You want uh, to have good health. You want to see your family extended. Mm-hmm. What else? Hope I did uh, something good. Uh, good thing to other people. Help other people. Wish I can able to help people who need help. Is that now? Is that something that you have already done? Do you think that this is something that you want to continue doing for the rest of your life? Like, it will you, like, I guess what I'm saying is, will you ever be like, oh, I did it, done, don't need to help anybody else? Or is this something that you really want to keep doing? No, um, I think helping other people is never going to be end. And, but uh, right now in my situation, I just don't have the time to do it. But uh, someday I'd like to dedicate to help other people. What would that look like for you? Is it are you talking about charity work, uh, volunteering, or, or what? What specifically do you mean? It's a lot of different ways. If people needed um, to take care, I like to take care of them. Mm-hmm. If they need uh, my help to get around, I like to 
do that. If anybody need help, I like to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just, you know, say specific things, but so many people need so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so almost like uh, being of service to your community, like yeah. the people around you, mm -hmm. your, your friends and your family, right. that kind of group you want to be, mm -hmm. uh, to do whatever is necessary. Ever, yeah, do whatever necessary. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, is there anything else that you want before you die? That's, that's about all. It's a good strong list. Yeah. Health, uh, seeing grandkids, and, uh, and, have, and having some time to be able to give back. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty good list. Yes. So how do you finish the prompt, when I die, I want? When I die, I like to die in sleep. Hmm. I don't want to show any... Um, Hard moment or ugly moment to my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like to die in my sleep. And just, just kind of not wake up. Not wake up. Mm. Yeah. Is that? Have you? Have you? Do you know anyone that has died that way? Not really. Is, and is that why you want? That's to, why. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, if you feel, if you're comfortable talking about it, what was the passing? What what did the the moment of passing look like for your parents? Actually, I didn't really get to see them, you know, uh, when they passed away. My husband husband did, but um, when they I heard that when they passed away, uh, I felt like um, so lonely, mm -hmm. even. They were in nursing home. They cannot call me. They cannot talk to me. But I can go there. There, see them. I can there touch them. I can hug them, mm -hmm. talk to them. But you don't have that moment anymore. Mm -hmm. So guilty, and you feel sorry because you didn't, because I didn't have enough time to spend with them, and I regret that. I wish I did better. Yeah, those things uh, is kind of hurt me a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And are there ways that you want to avoid that for for whoever's left remaining for you? So with the, when you pass, that you are there? How have you thought about ways to to reduce that feeling of regret and loss and and loneliness for for those that will survive you? Well, you know what? Those things, you cannot teach them. You cannot tell them. You need to feel it mm -hmm. when they're gone. That's what, and also you need to listen to older people to telling you. When you are with your parents, do good, spend time. <laughs> I heard that before, mm -hmm. but I didn't do it because I was so busy with my life. And, uh, but when they passed, I realized I should listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's life is turning, you know. If young kids or young uh, your sons or daughter, if you all do that, try to do more dedicate your parents, that will be fantastic. But <laughs> your life is not going to be like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, so, like our our you know our generation, we tend to like go off in the world and yeah, go do our thing, right? And, uh, and then maybe we come back, maybe we come yeah. back for the holidays, but yeah, that's about it. That's it. So it's it's it's, it's a hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
what else do you want when you die? You want to pass in your sleep? Mm-hmm. What else? When I die, I wish I know this is time to go. So I'll be all clean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like a surprise, like, oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This. yeah. So at least uh, my children or somebody saw me that, you know, I'm a very... Uh, organized and clean person I <laughs> <Not laughs> smell or that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah is uh what would what would that process look like i mean i mean would it be like you physically like clean out all your stuff is it that you you wrap up loose ends in your relationships like what would what would like so let like let's say you are like fast forward 20 years and you have and you and you know deep in your heart that you have only a few more weeks like what would you do with those weeks if I have a few more weeks, uh, I'll contact with all my friends, tell them I love them, and especially my children, you know, I, of course, I contact with them. Then I start cleaning up, and when they find me, they don't have to do anything except they just took me away. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah, that is, that is such a tough thing because uh, my partner, her, her grandfather recently passed and it was just, you know, dealing with like the funeral mm-hmm. and like all and like, what do you do with all their stuff? Exactly. Like you were saying earlier, yeah. like all of that, it, it adds so much burden, burden to, 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 to them. when, yeah. when their job is really just to mourn, is just to, yeah. to feel everything and not, mm-hmm. not pack it down, but to like, yeah. let it all be felt. Yeah. What else do you want when you die? You want uh, to be clean? You are, you want to be like, what, what did you say? You wanted to, to be free? Or uh, when you die? I just wanted to be organize everything and clean up. Okay. Yeah. You want to organize everything and clean up? Uh, you want to uh, be asleep? Sleep, yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you want? That's it. Do you want, do you know what you'd, uh, would you, you know, I, I know you said you want to be asleep, but would you want to be alone? Would you want to be with your husband? Would you want to be surrounded I'd by I'd like family? to be my family. Yeah, that that's the more blessed, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that is yeah, a tough. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, like an ideal, but like you know, you know, you never know if you're actually. You never gonna... know. Yeah, if you do, that'll be great, but nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> when you're gonna leave this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it might be like a crazy bus accident. Who knows? But yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah. Do you are you uh you want to start talking about after you die? After I died, I don't want them to bury me. They just um, to put my ash. Uh, hopefully, they can plant some fruit trees or something. Mm-hmm. At least to be something I like to be part of the earth. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can spray around there. Do you know yeah. uh, what trees you would like planted? Uh, whatever my children likes. So apple tree, orange tree, whatever, mm-hmm. or beautiful uh, flower trees, you mm-hmm. know. And do you, uh, do you know where you would like that? Is it was, like this property? Do you, was this where you'd want the tree to be planted and your ashes to be spread? Uh, right now, I'm not sure if we're going to live here forever, but, you know, if, if I die this house, maybe they can do that here. Or if I die somewhere else, you know. Mm-hmm. They can do it in their 
backyard, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, my, my parents, when they immigrated here uh, from Korea, they did so like two years before I was born and they got this nice little plot of land and my dad like cleared out all the trees, put down the house and all that. And I am I, very connected to that land. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's where, like, you know, that's where my dog is buried. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know exactly the spot. I know the tree that we put over mm-hmm. his, his body. And, you know, that, that I understand that. Mm-hmm. But, but it is a, such a weird thing in that we move. And we, you know, like, yeah, we, we know, people don't stay in the same, same. place yeah. for very long. Especially, yeah. like, you know, in these large developments like here in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you, you yeah. kind of, like, wheel around a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of permanence is, is a little, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I don't want them to get a grave and bury me because, you know, long time, nobody comes, nobody, you mm-hmm. know, take care of it. And you just sit, you just lay down on the part of the land that, so I don't, I don't want like that. Mm. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, graves are like a the whole like process of burying in caskets it's like a very odd it's a very interesting yeah. thing like there's so much like there's so many options when you can buy a casket like mm-hmm. it should it feels like it should I be know. a simple decision yeah. right uh-huh. but when you leave this planet you're you're gone it's mm-hmm. just your your just body like the meat you're that's just left. body left so it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. but i don't want give them too much burden mm-hmm. so uh, hopefully i have all those whatever they're going to do the funeral i don't want no big funeral just to have maybe my church and good close friends but i don't want no open casket mm-hmm. i don't want it to remember the last moment that i left this mm-hmm. place i don't to remember my good and beautiful <laughs> personality do you know uh, what you I mean, have you have you been to uh, many wakes and funerals? And like, do you know what you sort of would want? Like, is that something that you would want to think about now? Is what your funeral would look like? What would your wakes feel like? Like, what would you would you want it to be a happy procession? Would you want uh, there to be jokes? Would you want there to be lots of music? Like, what what would, do you know? What well, like? the Korean funerals is no you know jokes and no no laughing like uh, you know other. I I saw um, black and American funeral. It was totally different. They were mm-hmm. singing and dancing, rejoice. But I think that is pretty good. But we are not grow up that way. And still, our um, <clears throat> in Korean traditional uh, funeral is pretty mourning. They they mourn more mourn and uh, more respect mm-hmm. and uh, remember you know for your life. Mm. Um. What else do you want after you die? You want uh, your body to not be buried. You want it to be cremated. What else would you want after you yeah, die? Yeah, I want them to cremate. Yeah. Would you now? What do you, are you optimistic or pessimistic about the future? Where where the world as a whole? Uh, where where do you, like do you think we're going in a good direction? Do you think uh, the world will be in a bad direction in a hundred years? Are you optimistic, pessimistic? Yeah, I'm very optimistic, and uh, also. Um, I always look for the uh, positive ways, so it's gonna be a good direction. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else? What do you? What else do you want after you die? I mean, whether it's for you, for for your children, for for the world, or for I don't know TV shows. Like, 
after I died, I want my children, and if I have grandchildren, they remember as a good, lovely mother or, or grandma. Mm -hmm. uh, wish I leave them a lot of good memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is good it, memories. Yeah. Wh why? Why are you? Why memories? Why is that important to you? The memories is very good because you can. Uh, while you being together, every moment you being together, that is the memory. But uh, hopefully, they learn a lot of good things uh, being with me. And you know, some people talk about, oh, my grandma used to taught me this. My mm -hmm. grandma used to did this. Mm -hmm. My grandma used to make this. I still miss. I want to be part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's it's like especially those like kind of like grandma memories. They they tend to be the kinds that that plant themselves very deep. And mm -hmm. and and you know they they might teach you something like that you might remember later on right. that that you don't you can't be like oh this is because of grandma that i'm i am this way but you know th those sort of like longer like ripples that you can mm -hmm. sort of uh, implant yeah. in those people that are very close yeah. to you mm -hmm. you can see that being very important is there is there anything else that you want before you die or after sorry after you die after i die <laughs> <laughs> that's it i just don't want be no harm in this earth when I was here, I just hope that I was some not a I mean special human being, but be a good human being, being this planet and gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't want to stick around too long, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, we've been talking for what, like a little bit under an hour or something like that. And uh, I think the audience probably likes you because I, I like you a lot. So I hope the audience digs you. you as well. Um, yeah. But uh, Anna, I'll, just, uh, I'll give you the last couple of minutes, uh, whatever you would want to say to the audience, uh, to anybody struggling that's, that's uh, going through a tough time, um, or, or maybe you're, you're imagining you're talking to a younger Anna, like a 20-year-old Anna, a 10-year-old Anna, like whatever, whatever wisdom you would like to give uh, to the audience, uh, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, if you are still young, if you have a lot of features opening, study. Study hard as much as you can and achieve your goal. Do not procrastinate. Uh, what you say? Procrastinate. Yeah, procrastinate it <laughs> and always be diligent and do your job done and be honest and uh, give a lot of love then you you will get a lot of love back and have a good friends and don't get mad at you know uh to your family or your friends just the little things everything is be okay don't take little things too seriously it's gonna be okay um you have a great uh, opportunity to live in in this earth and do your best at being a good human being and uh, hopefully your uh, journey is just half as can be and do whatever you wanted to do but respect and yeah, this yeah. has been a great conversation I hope uh, I hope you feel the same way um, and uh, I know that the audience will too uh, this has been Anna Schoen on death thank you very much thank you big hug thank you Zen. <laughs>